What's up, Fanatics? It's Game Week here on the Psych One Fanatic Podcast Network, and you know what that means. If you followed us for, I don't know, the last few years or so, uh, that means we get Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell for a few minutes following his press conference for the upcoming game. Game Week for Week One means Northern Iowa coming to town on Saturday, 11 a.m. kick. I picked Coach Campbell's brain about the Panthers, some Iowa State topics as well, and we'll play that interview for you right after a quick word from our sponsors hey cyclone fans it's chris williams you've heard our friends from the iowa pork producers they've been coming on here for the last couple of years i've been telling you guys about them i've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years and i've learned so much one thing specifically i didn't really know this before i guess i probably should have but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns That helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high-tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers. Hello, Fanatics. It's Chris Williams. I want to tell you today about the Forever True for Iowa State campaign, a historic initiative by the Iowa State University Foundation to raise donations that will help benefit every aspect of the university. Cyclones everywhere are helping reach the unprecedented $1.5 billion goal. Yes, the Cyclone spirit is a force to be reckoned with. More than 81,000 donors have given to the campaign thus far, including over 27,000 first-time donors. So far, these donors have gifted more than $1.2 billion. The Cyclone energy is truly unstoppable. The campaign has achieved an amazing amount of success thanks to gifts of every size. The impact is seen all across campus too, from the South End Zone Club to the North End Zone Construction to the thousands of students who receive scholarship support. You can learn more at forevertrueisu.com because the world needs more Cyclone Spirit. It's game week. You guys know Ross and I have been fired up. Um, I'm hanging out with Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell, and it feels like game week sitting in this chair. Coach just got done with your press conference. You guys ready to go? Yeah, we are. You know, I, I think for, for this team, it, it's been a long camp. You know, school just started this week, so it felt like an extra week at camp in, in some way for for us and our kids and our coaches. But um, I think this is a group that there's some betterness to it, that it's almost ready to get into the next phase of the football season. And, and that's the season in, in preparing for for a game, but uh, really proud of what this group did through fall camp to kind of earn the right to be confident to start the season. I want to, um, I had a, I was listening to Brock's press conference just a couple, it was like a week ago, I think. And he was talking about, and, and in fairness to him, he was asked about this. So he's, he's given a reaction to it, but it got me to thinking about just the progressions of that freshman season to a sophomore. And he said, yeah, oftentimes last year, if I ever got into some trouble, I could just throw it up and number 18 would often run underneath it, which is a great eraser um, that Hakeem Butler was. It's why it was a fourth round draft pick. Uh, what have you seen from Brock 
from that freshman year to now to, you know, even taking 18 away from him, that it's going to allow him to work the progressions and just feel more comfortable so, you know, he's not in a spot like that that he described a year ago. Right. Well, he's got to become the eraser, you know, in a lot of ways. And I think that's a natural progression, you know, especially we we asked a lot of a a freshman quarterback to come in. And, you know, we were really fortunate to have David Montgomery and Akeem Butler around, you know, Brock a year ago to continue to understand that we want to get the ball into those guys' hands. But now I think the thing that's that's really fun is you can go back and watch through that process. What did Brock do really well? Where's areas that we can continue to develop and get him better? And then where can we as a staff collectively say, hey, this is how we build an offense around Brock Purdy so he can have complete ownership and be that eraser and allow him to be the eraser. And, you know, at times I think naturally last year with his feet and the ability to to extend plays, he, he showed the ability to do that. But now I think what you've seen is you've watched this guy take command of an offense, to own the offense, to be able to know where the ball needs to go, when it needs to go, and you know also have the ability to understand situational football. And I think there's so much that goes into playing quarterback that you almost take it for granted sometimes of you know some of the some of the things we saw last year, but really the growth that's going to continue to happen for Brock Purdy. What does it mean? for your football team that as a sophomore quarterback he was named a captain yeah you know I I I, I've thought a lot about that because you know it was um I I don't know if I've ever seen that or been a part of a program where that's happened and you know I I was I even when we went through the voting process I, I was really anxious to see what would occur you know with this team and you know I, I just think it, it says so much about who he is not what he's done as a football player but who he is off the field and I've always said I think if you if people have asked me what makes Brock special is he really is confident in who he is as a person and I think that's hard sometimes to find in 18 to 22 mm-hmm. year old young people that you know we're, we're a society now where we see Instagram and social media and we want to be like those people where Brock's never been that guy. Brock knew who he was. He knew what he was about. And I think to get the respect from his teammates to say, hey, you're the guy that should be leading the charge for this football team. I think it just almost empowers him a little bit more and gives him a little bit more credibility as a young player. Um, Sometimes that is hard to get up and speak or say something, but I think this gives him maybe just a little bit more power in terms of his leadership ability for the team and really for the offense. Yeah, it seems like a guy, just when you talk to him, I mean, just utmost confidence and comfortable in his own skin, which can be rare for a young guy. Have you seen that? I mean, I know Kyle was a great leader, and the year before, Joel really kind of had taken that as well, but have you seen that? I don't know. I don't know if swagger is the right word, but when I see Brock play, I see a little bit of swagger. Has that bled into the offense a little bit in the offseason? Well, I think, you know, seeing a guy like that and watching how he works, I think has naturally those people around him want to come to his level and you know I I think you've seen a group really start to embody some of his traits um, his poise his passion his work ethic and when again that's why when your best players have this 
elite level leadership and elite character, then I think it's so huge for any program because we are all visual learners in some way. And to watch the visual evidence of how he carries him, how how he carries himself, how he acts, I think it's been really big for our offense, for the young guys in our program, and and I also think sometimes for the defensive side of the football and some of those guys as well. Let's look ahead to Saturday. It's an 11 a.m. kick, which is very different for most Iowa State fans. Usually the season kicks off at night. I, I think I know you well enough. You probably like this, right? You would prefer this than having to wait till 7 o'clock. Yeah, I'm thrilled, to be <laughs> quite honest with you. And, and um, you know, and I get both. I, I certainly love night games too. But, um, you know, for, for us, for, for the kids, I think there's so much buildup, so much excitement for that first game. And, you know, I, I, how exciting that we can get up, get out of bed, and, and go play football. And, um, you know, this team feels like it's been it's been a long time since we left San Antonio and, and getting ready to actually prepare and play a football game. But this group's earned the right to do it, and I think they'll be ready to go at 11. I've learned over the years everything that goes into the offseason as far as the workouts and then fall camp and how big of a grind that can be for everybody. Now that it's having a little fun here, but looking back at last year, was that not the worst to get through? You know, you get the kickoff, you go down and score a touchdown, and then you've got to go back into the locker room and wait and then tell those guys you're not playing football, you have to wait another week. I just remember how disappointed I was, and I'm a guy who loves the game. Like, was that one of the hardest? I feel like that's got to be one of the harder coaching you know, hands that's ever been dealt to you in your career. Well, it, it certainly, I think it was a great emotional toll, you know, and, and, you know, I, uniquely, it was the second time dealing with that. You know, at, at Toledo or last year, the same same I situation happened, you yeah. know, and I, I think, again, Every team reacts differently, you know, and, and every team's got different situations of why those those opportunities are so important. You know, at Toledo, at least we played a half. So we, we had the ability to, to to get half of a football game in, you know, where we only had a, a handful of plays last year. So, yeah, I think, you know, every, every year adversity is coming, and I've always said this, that's what's great about college football. Mm-hmm. Adversity is coming. It's going to hit. What defines seasons and what defines teams are, are, is their ability to overcome and respond to adversity and um, you know I'm sure it's coming in some way shape or form for this year's team. Well I've been around long enough to know not to look past Northern Iowa. It's a team that Coach Farley always has, you know, fired up to come in and play uh, in Jack Trice Stadium, even when they go to Kinnick. I mean, they, they always give even good Iowa and Iowa State teams games. So since you've been in the state, I mean, you, I'm sure you've rubbed elbows with Coach Farley a little bit. How would you describe his personality and how that bleeds into his team? Yeah, I, I, toughness. You know, I think if you said the first word about Coach Farley, you know, is it, toughness and then you watch his team play and they play tough, you know, and, and I really appreciate that about him, to be honest with you. I've really enjoyed playing his teams because it's a great challenge. Um, you know, they demand your attention in every phase of the game, and he demands your attention and in, in the attitude and effort that their kids play with. And so, you know, I, I certainly I know from our kids with playing them twice in the last three years, we've got a really good understanding at least of the mindset of the UNI team that's coming in here. And then you look at the skill set that he's mm-hmm. collected and, and 
and you know probably the most skilled team that we've played since we've we've played you and I over the last three years. So I think a great challenge for us and, and a, a challenge that uh, has certainly caught our attention. You know, really since we've started preparing for them in the off season. They're a little bit of a unique matchup too, just compared to teams that you normally play. I mean, I've seen these Northern Iowa teams in the past, and I'll look at their depth chart up front on defense, and I go, "Well, there's no way." But then they bring all these stunts, and you know, they're doing they do so much weird stuff pre-snap that it. I found that despite what Iowa State team it is, they they create problems. They do, you know, and and so you you add you know complexity to what they do offensively and defensively, and which is I think been a trademark of why they've had success. You know, they're they're not simple. They they have the ability to do a lot within their schemes, but then you add talent on top of it, and you, you have a recipe for what 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 all teams have is is a really good team. And so, you know, I, I think they've got to be really confident about the team they're bringing in here. We know, you know, again, they'll be ready to play, and obviously a great challenge for us. And he's got a starting quarterback that's a redshirt freshman, a guy who a lot of our listeners are aware of, comes out of uh, Des Moines, Lincoln. And he's, he's mobile, too, which makes it, you know, it's a, I guess, how do you scout that? You don't have any tape on him. What do you know about him, and how do you prepare? Well, you know, I think we, we know enough about him as a coaching staff, which is really positive. You know, I guess that our respect factor is probably at an all-time high of anybody coming in here this year just because we know what he brings to the table, watching him in high school, recruiting him a little bit. Um, you know, Will's one of those players that's got great moxie, he's got great leadership ability, makes everybody around him better and I think the thing that I really loved about his videotape is just his ability to make plays with his feet and still keep his eyes downfield and make plays and I think that's a you know when you talk about the big 12 you know it sounds like almost every guy that comes into our stadium Mm -hmm. when we get into conference play so you know I think we're just getting that week one we're getting a really capable dynamic playmaker at the quarterback position well the opening weekend of college football is awesome I don't know how much of it you got to watch but Florida and Miami put on a show and I was up to like two watching the Hawaii Arizona game and I trust um, week one will be good time here in Jack Trice Stadium best of luck man all right thanks for having me go Cyclones all right Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell five o'clock hour coming up next here on 1460 KXNO